In today's episode of the Startup Diary, I'm Edie Fisher and I quit. Hey guys and welcome to episode 313 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge and I'm with my co-host Adam Callow. And if this is the first time you've joined us for this podcast, this is where we document what it's truly like to build a small business. Everything from consulting to bootstrap to raising some venture capital, and we make mistakes every single day. And one of the people that sees all the mistakes that we make mm. is joining us on the mics, Edie Fisher. How are you? I'm very well. She Thank looks, you. She looks nervous. I mate. am a little bit right now. So, Edie, for the listeners of the show, before we get into it, do you want to introduce yourself, who you are, and what you do at Expert Trades for the next? Well, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> Cool. So, hello guys. Um, I'm Edie. I'm sure you've heard of me before. Uh, account manager at Expert Trade. So, my role is to work with the brands, make sure that projects get delivered on time, make sure that... Are we allowed to swear on here? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make sure that the shit happens, essentially, is what we always <laughs> say in the Expert Trades office. So, in a nutshell, that's me. So... Edie, why are we on the mics today? Or shall I ask Harry this question? <laughs> Harry, do you want to lead us into what we're talking about on today's show? So today's show is obviously a very special show because Edie's here, but it's also a very sad show because Edie won't be here for much longer. And by the way, there's a high chance <laughs> that we pause this at some point because Edie <laughs> breaks down in tears uh, because we've already had breakfast together. How was breakfast, guys? Oh, it was beautiful. It was great, as Thank always. You, so we had a, uh, we opened a, a bottle of Prosecco over breakfast uh, because I think from my side of the table uh, is I never thought I'd be so, I don't know how to say this, I'd come across wrong. You've done such great work here, but I'm so happy for you in terms of the role that you found because it's such a perfect fit. You go in, I can see. Uh, <laughs> it's I, too early for this. <laughs> I, so I just want to put on record so you can always go back to episode three on three that um, it's been an amazing two years and you've come into a company that has no process. Uh, and I've mentioned it on the show before. It's like a circus sometimes. And the brands that we work with think we're so polished. And a lot of that is because they get to interact with you on a daily basis. Uh, so I've got a lot to thank you for, okay? Uh, so from my side, selfishly, and cards on the table, be honest, is from, I actually remember the day that you told me, because I was sat up there and you came into the office looking just wide as normal, because you normally had six coffees by the time you get in. <laughs> And you're like, Adam, I need to speak to you. And I felt extra abrupt that day. I was like, can't do it, Edie. I've got some stuff on. She's like, no, I'll really speak to you. And I was like, really, Edie, I cannot do it today. I've got too much on. And then she was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Listen so, to me. So I like folded the laptop screen down and thought, okay, this is serious. Like, what was that conversation like? How much have you thought about it in advance? Like, give the listeners an idea of what that thought process was like for you. And be honest, um, as honest as you can be. So for the listeners, um, for me, it's, and I'm sure Adam's made this clear across the podcast, but Expert Trades is more like a family. Mm. Um, we have really strong, close relationships at work. Um, it's more than just a colleague. I feel like I get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really scared to tell you. I remember I was driving in the car and I'd like made my decision. 
and I was driving up the motorway and I was like shaking I was like <laughs> how am I going to tell him what am I going to say how am I going to break the news um, and I, my main concern was that you took it well and that you understood my decision basically so two things when did you make so that morning when was the actual decision made and then in terms of how you told me and how the how the reaction was and bits like that talk through what that was like because I just want to hear it from I know my side of it so how was it on your side yeah so when I got the the new job offer um it was a matter of like pros and cons so it was like splitting up with the boyfriend you know and it's like (laughs) he does this (laughs) but he does this um but no so it was it was a hard decision to make um but it was an opportunity that I couldn't not take Uh, like I said to you before I've been in a situation where I've not took a job because of the people and I regretted it Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be in that position again Um, so I made my decision and then it was a couple of days because it was I think it was like a Friday oh well I can't remember it was over the weekend anyway and then I was like right I'm going to tell him I phoned my dad because my dad's like my words of wisdom I was like what am I gonna do and he was like just be honest just be honest dude so yeah I decided drive to work try and keep it cool I didn't keep it cool when I told you I burst out crying I was shaking I was like Adam um but no it was it was professional how we did it mm-hmm. and even though tears were shed but I've just been an emotional wreck the last six weeks um but no so I thank you for that so after you told me yeah what was then running through your head uh, harry <laughs> <laughs> and i was crushed when you told oh, me as well no, I'm joking. so what happened was it was a monday because it was monday meeting yeah and we all sat down and we did our all hands meeting where we get together and talk about kpis and what we're going to achieve that week and to be fair i didn't listen to a thing in that meeting <laughs> <laughs> I was just sat there like oh my god because the team didn't know at that point no none of the team knew um, I think I told you about uh, half an hour before team meeting yeah um, that's why I was like Adam I'm leaving you, you've got to give me time um, so we decided that we wasn't going to tell the team and then I was going to send out an email and then I called Adam at lunch and I was like look I need to sit down with Harry I can't tell Harry over email mm-hmm. like Harry's my mind man. <laughs> it was it was even to the point where it was like, "How can you uh, you coming over to Christmas just for a drink?" I'm like, "It's it's like twelve o'clock." Um, <laughs> Standard like, Edie Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and I was like, "I'm okay. I don't I don't really need. I might. I'm I'm cool." And it's like, "No, Harry, come for a drink." I'm like, yeah. Fine. I'll have a diet coke. And fuck's sake. <laughs> I say you had no, you did no, have I a diet coke. Diet coke. Loser. Because it was a Monday. <laughs> so <And> midday. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Um, but no, so um, Harry and Matt, because um, obviously you guys was there when mm, I started, yeah, yeah. and we've got really strong working relationships now. So I took the guys over to Christopher's, and Adam was like, "Go on then, Fisher," and I just burst out crying. I'm leaving, and yeah. I actually thought it was going to be something completely different. I thought here we go. Some, some. We've got some big last-minute task that's about to be dropped on <laughs> me, Forty, and Edie. Just some mad sprint that we normally have to do. But yeah, no. What's your thoughts? Um, shocked, just because obviously you're going to be to because it just comes out of nowhere. But it always would come out of nowhere. Mm. Um, but excited, just because the role that you're going to go into is such a huge opportunity and I've said this to Adam as well it's like it's an absolute you'd be foolish not to take it what it's 
what you're gonna get from the new role is yeah Thank and it's you. not like we're going anywhere is it so uh, uh, we might be I mean Matt doesn't really listen to this podcast but we might be moving offices soon uh, so I actually went to see a new office yesterday uh, that's why I was out of the office for a bit um, at the Custard Factory above Baked in Rain <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine that'd be over the moon again um, I, I guess from to get to that point about like the new role and bits like that yeah. I think the way that I sort of had to look at it was at certain points you have to really take a step back and think see over the business you need to retain everyone that's good and just do what you need to mm-hmm. do to like keep them in the business because there's roles to fill and there's work to do mm-hmm. and then you have to look at it and go actually career wise for this person what is best for them mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I'm, that's most of what I struggle with this uh, because we had a member of the team last year that was uh, that, that basically said they're leaving uh, because they do an hour commute um, it's Danny I don't, mm-hmm. you guys know the details yeah. uh, but Danny said uh, I fucking love my job here but it's an mm-hmm. hour commute either way and this is three minutes down the road for me and it's paying more uh, and I knew I found out what he was going I was like listen understand let's have a chat I was like I'm not going to sell you on anything just, just want to have a chat to you and then he was like no 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 he literally said to me, he's like, no, no, sell me. Like, what? He's like, ask me. He says, sell me. Like, tell me what you think. Give me the truth. It's, it's funny that you led with that because clearly you were going to sell exactly. him. Yeah. <laughs> like, already sold on you. Like, no. <laughs> he's closing himself right now, people. <laughs> Sales 101. Uh, uh, he was like, no, no, no. It's like, uh, tell me the truth. I'm like, no, no, if you made your decision, I'm not here to convince you otherwise. <laughs> but uh, I went and found out what he was going to be doing and it was just going to be about like basically doing SEO for fucking light bulbs for the rest of his life for cars. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, listen, and there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a good, <laughs> so everyone's like very frothy right now. We've had a couple of bubbles and, and all good stuff. Um, but in that situation, I was like, no, no, you just make it. I said, I don't care if you leave here. I do care, obviously. Mm. But if you leave here, please go and do something better. Simple as that. You're better than that. Go and find something better. Uh, and then, uh, and I guess after I've finished my uh, mini rant, you're going to explain to people what you're doing. When you explain what you're doing, I was like, shit, so right up your street. Mm. Um, so do you want to like give people an idea of like what you're doing, how it came about? Uh, and, and then from my side, it was, I know what the next two to three years look like in this company. And the level of upside you could potentially have in the new role that you're doing is just greater. So it's that balancing act of how much do you try and cajole and persuade someone and uh, there was no guilt trips or anything it was a very it was probably the most professional conversation I've mm. ever had in my business career with you in that point in time uh, and it, every all, all these thoughts went through my head um, so do you want to explain to people like what you're doing and uh, like how it came about and uh, I guess the very interestingly for me I'd love to know like what were the what were the hardest things you had to make a decision on like for me and then being really honest because that's what the show's about is where have I really failed in the last two years that you think moving oh, forward gosh. I know yeah <laughs> and like I know I know areas and we've spoken about it but like where do I need to make sure that I improve in the next two years in your opinion mm. let's go into that so what are you doing how did it come about and cool. then what do I need to improve okay. on so my background's events mm-hmm. as we all know uh, love events buzz from it um and that's initially kind of what I came in for expert trades to do. But so my new role is essentially I'll be working for a, they was originally a street food company. Now they've expanded. So they've just opened up a restaurant in Digbeth, um, opened up another one in Sheffield and soon to open up an, a third. 
Um, so Lee will be my new boss. Um, know him because I'm kind of on the scene on Digbeth. Mm-hmm. Know the guys at Digbeth Dining Club. So quite well connected there. Um, and we just went out for a beer really. And it was like, I went to see his restaurant. I was like, oh my God, can't believe like how fast you've grown as a business. Then he was talking to me about what I do at Expert Trade. So he's telling them about working with brands and the account management side, uh, the events that we put on. Um, Then a couple of weeks later, he picked the phone up and he's like, I want to see you again. Do you want to go out for another drink? I was like, yeah, that's cool. And he was like, I want to offer you a job. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Wasn't expecting that. I was like, wow. Um, Yeah. I was I was a bit taken away that mm-hmm. someone would just come out of the blue and say, mm-hmm. Edie, I want to give you a job. So that was really nice for me. 100%. Um, so my role will be operations. So I still don't fully know in depth, um, like actual day-to-day, tasks, day-to-day yep. tasks. You're used to that though, after yeah, working expert so used trades. To that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me on the just day. Just going to shake I'll... this eight ball and see what you're doing today. <laughs> yeah, tell me on the day and I'll get it done. <laughs> Um, but operations, just so basically ensuring the business runs smoothly alongside Lee, but mainly helping um, to grow the street food side of the business um, to scale, basically. Because um, I have no like solid experience in like restaurant management, so I won't be doing that. It's more so like um, supporting with the growth of the mm. street food, uh, booking in events, looking after all the corporate side of it, which is exciting. Like. Um, big corporate street food events so I'm excited cool. for that um, and then suppose a bit of like business development really so going out and hunting for that business mm. a lot of networking Harry's smiling <laughs> a few uh, shampers rubbing shoulders <laughs> rubbing shoulders but yeah so basically just getting myself out there um, around Birmingham probably Sheffield meeting new people securing new business and then we're not avoiding the next question. What do I need to do better? Oh, that's really hard, Adam. I don't care. Ah, oh, gosh. Um, What's the first thing that comes to mind? I think I'm re- I'm a really adaptable person. Yeah. Put me in any situation, mm. pretty much. Regardless, I might come across as stressed and really? drop a few F-bombs. Stress is not one word I'd use to describe. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for some people coming in to this company, if they're used to corporate, mm-hmm. they're used to structure, <laughs> they're used to process, I think that would be really difficult mm. for them. But do you think that's more around... Because I think there's a, there's a probably a bigger root cause problem there is the fact that... Um, is that more around the person that we hire, making mm, them adaptable? Or do you think do you think it's now the point in the company's lifetime that it actually, like we're at 12 people, 11, 12 people now, it's like, actually, mm. we need to grow up as a company. Yeah. And we had a conversation about it previously, which mm. was like, the reason corporates get corporate is because you need process at a point. Yeah. Like, I've always, I'm always trying to hold on desperately to like that. Actually, we'll just wake it up as we go along, guys. Yeah. But do you think it's at the point now in the company's life cycle that regardless of how adaptable someone is, yeah. that even if you bring an adaptable person in and give them the workload you've done, yeah. that we're going to send them to breaking point within 12 months? Do you mm. think that's like a genuine risk for us if we don't put that into place? As, as we grow, yeah. What's, what, what do you think about it all? I think, I think that the bigger the company becomes, the, the more stressful the lack of structure mm-hmm. is on each individual or the more it demands of a person's role. 
like when it's just a few job a few when you've got a few clients and a few tasks that everyone just needs to jump on and and just get done mm -hmm. it's fairly easy because it's mm -hmm. just a they're just small sprints but when you've got big clients with longer campaigns and more on the line that just compounds the amount of pressure that's that's applied and required from from the team so i guess mm. like if there's no structure there then it, then that that workflow it, it wasn't optimal in the first place and it's only gonna mm. break down agree quicker. agree i think one thing that's been interesting uh, and i guess i guess to address that we knew about this eight weeks ago yeah probably eight weeks ago this last monday gone yeah, isn't it because right. you're gonna kind of go into week nine um and I guess that's that, That's a testament to like how well we all get on to know that because that would be really awkward. you know if someone's leaving and they're still here like two months later and you didn't get on and be like fucking I cleaned it you, you really have to want to be here to have put up with another eight that. weeks but uh, for me it's acting like a forcing factor just generally mm. and I guess from the start of this year I've been thinking about oh what does our next financial year look like and point of recording this we're on day is it the third today yeah. yeah. We're on the third day of our new financial year. So I'm like really focused. I've spent the last sort of three months trying to build out our strategy, our process, and who we're hiring. From your guys' perspective, I feel like the last eight weeks we've been more structured than we've ever been <laughs> before. And do you think it's because we've had, because the person that normally goes, Adam, where's the Expert Trades Live workbook? So I heard that yesterday. So you're literally telling Kat every couple of days when it's coming up to Expert Trades Live, you need to remind, like, is it because that you're leaving that the company now is like saying, actually, shit? process there's been a big change on how we workflow takes I place I think Edie came in and applied structure but what's happened is it's all been on your shoulders for, because because you've brought that element to the company it's then been on you to basically kind of distribute order and structure mm. and process to the team whereas because we now know you're leaving it's like mm. shit we need to keep that process so how do we extract that because you've had to you've had to basically hand off essentially every single thing that happens with each client to the rest of the team because you're the one that dealt with most of it. But on that, I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ed, I don't think what's happened is Edie's handed over the process. She's gone, actually, this process is designed, because she built the process. It's been designed around Edie because she had a lot to do and she knows that how she's designed it, I won't I won't be able to manage that, how you've done it. Exactly right. So it feels like, to be honest, from my side, is you've redesigned the whole process so someone <laughs> else can come in and pick it up. When you say it like that, it sounds like the implication there is that Edie was, I think the term bottleneck probably sounds negative, but I think it sounds like everything had to, first of all, go through Edie before it went back out to the team. No, it, and what you've exactly. done is tried to streamline it because... Well, no, no, not what I've done. What Edie's done is because she's yeah. gone, actually, uh, this role has been... Edie's never had, and we'll talk about it if she's not here. Uh, <laughs> Ed, I am here. Edie's never had the opportunity that the, 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 the breathing. From, learning from me is, uh, as an account manager, it was never given the breathing space to do process. It mm. was always do work. That makes sense. Mm. Like it was always do the work. Yeah. Whereas uh, in the last eight weeks, it's been actually, no, no, we need to work on the process. So Edie's had the time to look a bit more holistically at the whole company and go, how does the whole company work together more efficiently compared to, I need to get all this work done. I'll, yeah. I'll put this in a way that makes sense to me. Do you agree with that? Definitely. And I think even down to you, Harry, I've been really pushing work mm. on to say, yep. look, you go away and you do that. And then I'll go away and I'll plan for the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so you've been looking after things in the last eight weeks that you don't normally look after, like the planning of video work yeah. and Directly logistics yeah. and communicating with clients. And I've just kind of slowly been going, you do that, you do that. Or just like copying in on emails because I know that I am not won't be here to 
to do that and yeah. only one call away mate yeah <laughs> um one question that i want to get on the mics is i think for people listening to this and if someone is leaving if someone's in a position like me 5 yeah. 10 20 30 person company and someone leaves there's been a hell of a lot of learning curve for me but from your side why have you why have you been so committed in the last eight weeks to making sure because a lot of people clock off and don't be wrong last three oh days, you have 100 percent <laughs> clocked off you clocked off fair, yesterday I'm, about yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're bit. allowed to do that then. the last uh, two days out of eight weeks yeah. but like why have you done what you've done in the last eight weeks because it's so easy to just shake your hands it's not for me brush brush it off and go next adventure um i think because of throne oh gosh i can start crying again (laughs) i think because of throne my heart and soul oh gosh (laughs) no one can see you don't worry i've literally thrown my heart and soul into this job um because obviously you guys and especially you adam like you just bring people along with you and i've just bought into the the whole expert trades and it's it's become my life um and the last thing i would want to do is to go on friday oh gosh i can't say i'm gonna just record re-record this um the last thing i'd want to do on friday or today is go it's done and then walk away and know there's still fires that need to be put out yeah. or there's still like shit that needs to get de- dealt with um i want to make sure that every single campaign that we've got booked in that's even in like i don't know q4 is that you guys are set and you know what's mm. happening because last thing i'd want is for you to go to a client meeting and be like oh really and i one, I don't want that to look bad on me, but also, too, I don't want to put mm. that stress on the team. Um, yeah, I'm just really emotional right now. <laughs> I, I think, I think, from my side, is <clears throat> like you see the best. You see, not necessarily the best. You see the yeah, you do. You see the best of people when times are good. Uh, you see people for who they really are when they're tested, uh, and like it's so easy for, for, for don't get me wrong. Like I in the past have been, uh, I've done this. Like uh, I've know I was resigning and quit, and then I had four weeks left. Mm. And those four weeks, I may as well just been on holiday. They might as well have just <laughs> yeah. come in, just fuck off. Yeah. Uh, like this, you might have happened. Uh, but I just the level of energy and effort you've put into making this a handover, like you've set the bar. Mm. Like I have never seen someone do so much diligence to making sure that well, we don't skip a beat in the company. Uh, so you've, for me, you've really set the bar and shown me actually, uh, if we do a good job building relationships within the team uh, and there's some process and stuff that I need to nail down and everyone knows at the company, reviews and all that stuff, I'm working on it guys. Uh, so like all that stuff, uh, I know I need to get nailed down, but I think, uh, I think you've really set the bar really high in terms of actually, you know, this is what a handover looks like. Mm-hmm. And it shows me, because it's great, month on month are we doing things uh, yeah. uh, things getting delivered it shows me that actually fucking hell she did believe like do you know what I mean it's mm. like she does believe in what we're doing here uh, because of the level of work that you've done so thank you uh, I'm not going to get a mo- I'm going to do my best uh, give it a few <coughs> more drinks that's what to, yeah um, just want to say thank you thank okay you. just like on the mics again uh, just want to say a huge thank you for everything uh, and you're a f- like the only thing that changes as of because today's Friday and this is the last day in the office at yep. that desk. Uh, 
Wow. And are you going to clean out your so drawers messy. before we go? Or, I don't even know what's in Because it's an absolute shit tip. Just <laughs> <laughs> scrap paper that will be shredded. <laughs> so, and then you're with us until, so you've got a trade show next week. Yes. So next Thursday is like last, last day. Like, just thank you from me. Like uh, it's it's been a fucking whirlwind. It's it been has. Fun. It's been fun. Uh, and f- from my side of it is, it's it's now a forcing factor. And I guess this is like a lesson for people, just slightly off topic. But mm. I've now got a, like a role to fill. And what I've done really poorly is fill that role or look to approach to fill that role in the last day. It's because we've just been busy. I use air yeah. quotes. But my attention should have been bring someone in make a bet on someone and have them do like four weeks with you and a handover and all this good stuff. Mm. So now for me, that's a regret. Like I should have gone actually. Edie is a diamond and given us eight, nearly nine weeks basically. I've got nine weeks to put someone in that role. Uh, that's a mistake that I made. Interestingly though, if if you did have that, I wonder if we would have had the work done on the processes. Yeah, maybe not actually. Because it might have been handing over Edie's been, process. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it could have been a bit of a blessing in disguise, whereas we would have brought someone in that just yeah. replaces the existing role and the existing process, which is just a bottleneck, like we said before. Mm. So. That's, a, that's a good point. Okay. Harry, anything else from you? Uh, and then we're going to pass it across to Edie for final words. No, just thank <laughs> you. Like, I think... Um, as we were saying when we had breakfast earlier obviously this office because at the moment we're in two different offices this office is definitely a very different environment to work in it's wild (laughs) it is fucking wild (laughs) but it like it makes it makes coming to work obviously I enjoy my job anyway but the people for for anyone's job the people you work with tends Mm. to make the nine to five Mm -hmm. less dreary and dreadful but like to work in a great place and to work with great people is amazing so to lose one of what is essentially family is going to be is going to be you're going to be sorely missed but you're not going anywhere so you're it's um we're only not seeing you at work so it's not like you it's not like you're leaving the country or anything so i look forward to the expert trades summer corporate (laughs) event at Baked in Brick. At Baked in Brick. <laughs> well, it's this June. It's literally on the cards anyway. Why don't, I'll give you a, if you can book I'll give you a 30% discount. <laughs> see if you can book us <laughs> in for a birthday Joke. event. Birthday event. We can do something. We'll do yeah, something. definitely. Cool. Edie, there's some people that listen to this podcast for like 300 episodes and feel like they know me and Harry extremely well and you've been dri- you've been like Aww. sprinkled yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. They've already in the room a few times. Morning, guys. Do you want Any messages or any final words for the listeners of the show? They tend to be people that are in a job wanting to leave and start our own business or small business owners. Like anything that you want to leave them with. So I think for the small business owners in terms of what you do, Adam, I think the reason that our team is so strong and that we pull the long hours we work hard we deliver deadlines even if it's like working till 10 o'clock at night because we're such a close-knit team but because you bring people along you bring us along with you that you're really inspiring in terms of like teaching the team stuff like the amount of stuff I've learned (laughs) in the last two years like I am a different person to when I walked in that office back in Digbeth I am and I feel that I've just learned so much from you like when I started expert trades I wasn't really that much into business and I feel I know I am a little bit not obviously a lot but you know that 
back in February when I did my first little deal and I was like, oh my God, I know. <laughs> and I honestly, that's because of how much I've learned from you and I do thank you for that. And like my development has just been like, whoosh, it's just been amazing and I really, really thank you. And Harry, you just, you're just a G. <laughs> you are, like honestly, for people, um, who are thinking of leaving their jobs. It was really difficult for me because of the relationship I've got mm. with you guys. Um, but you shouldn't let that hold you back, essentially. 100%. And you need to do what's right for you. And just work hard, like, work hard to achieve what you want to achieve. I don't even know what I want to achieve, but... I think just being, <laughs> just being open and willing to take opportunities when yeah. they do come up is the biggest thing, because... There's nothing worse than regretting not taking an opportunity. Exactly. Even if it doesn't work out, at least you can say it didn't work out. Otherwise, if you'd have stayed here, didn't take the position, and then be yeah. like, shit, what if I'd have taken that job? Exactly. I could have been. Yeah. Guys, from me, there are no words that want to add to that. They are they're amazing advice from both the mics across the table. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Starter Podcast. I have no doubt that Edie will be on the mic again in the next 12 months. Okay. Hopefully. We don't know when, we don't know where, but you'll hear from that voice again. Thanks for listening to today's show and we'll see you next time.